Welcome to my Soul Life podcast and our Soul Life conversations. I'm your host, Susan Scollin, and in these episodes, I'll be here supporting and guiding you as we open up and explore who we truly are to live our soul life now. See you inside. A quick reminder for you that all the information shared in this podcast is my experience and the experience of my guest. It's not medical or mental health advice, diagnosis or treatment, and I'd encourage you to seek professional advice where needed. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Soul Life Conversation. I just read a post, I'm really excited, and it so, al- <laughs> so aligns with what we're going to talk about today, and I'll bring it in when it's appropriate. Um, last Soul Life Conversation, we looked at energetics, and energetics is one way to look at things, and for some people, that'll be really easy and tangible to jump onto, but the other way to look at it is through doing the work. Often we get told, you know, just align your energy and everything will flow. Well, that's all great, well and good, but you've actually got to turn up and do the work. You can't just, like for me, getting close to 200 podcasts didn't happen by just me just going, oh, maybe I'll do a podcast and then just turn up for it for the last two years. That's <laughs> that's not what you think about at the start. Or, sorry, if I say, like, I'm just going to do a podcast and it'll just happen by itself. Um, no, no, I've actually had to turn up for the last two years and in different versions of myself throughout that phase and and have allowed myself to grow through this as well. And I know that's been a really big theme within my podcast about how much, not how much change, but the fact that there has been change in this space and that I've allowed it to change and evolve. And that's given so many of you permission to change and evolve as well. As a manifesting generator, that's actually what I'm here to do. (laughs) I'm here to show you that you can change and evolve. And as my beautiful friend, again, Tess from Completely Golden would say, um, to be as many versions of myself as humanly possible or as possible, not even humanly, just as possible as I can get out throughout this lifetime. And I definitely see that happening in every area of my life. But there is this constant theme around our soul life and living life in alignment with our dreams and doing it through health and wellness. Um, they, they have been consistent with me, particularly through this journey. Um, so that's over the last eight years or so. But even prior to that, like health and wellness has always been part of my life. So it's been really good to to be able to bring all of that together and then come here and and hang out with you. So let's get to the point. (laughs) Um, Today we're talking about flow on effect and the fact that, like I said, energetics is one thing, but that that will naturally happen. But you can also see it through you doing the work. And there's a really great example that I had years ago and it's, it's over 20 years ago that I was at this particular gym. It was a boutique gym within a hotel and there wasn't many people there. It was a really great little gym and I could just turn up in the morning and the owner who I knew, she would, she had breakfast for people back before that was the thing that you did. So people could sit down and have some cereal or some fruit or whatever she had provided um, that morning. And it was really great, but I would just go in, do my thing and get out of there. That was generally how it would happen. Um, turning up, I guess, getting up at that point, it was sort of getting up at 6.30 in the morning. It was still dark, especially in the middle of winter, uh, driving into the city in Canberra and then uh, doing my workout and then going, having a shower and going to work and making sure I was there by 8.30. So I was <laughs> tight in terms of timeframes, which is shouldn't surprise any anybody that knows me really well. Um, just making sure that I get things done and uh, yeah, that 
the tight time frames were always the way that I sort of operated because I do love my sleep. But these ladies would, they'd come in, they'd do a few things. You know, I was in, how old was I? Late 20s at that point. And I reckon they were in their 50s at least. They weren't, they hadn't hit retirement age yet. So they were still working and they would come in and go to the gym and then they would um, would head off to work. So they would have their shower. They would come and have the breakfast that was given to them. Um, and Jen would make the breakfast for them <laughs> some days. Uh, she really doted on them and it was, a, it was a really fun environment. But what they would watch me do is my workout was somewhat different to their workout. They would just fluff around the studio and, and do a couple of little things and they'd be chatting the whole time and they'd be having the best time and it was really great. But I would come in and I would get on the exercise bike and at the time I was doing a program so I had 20 minutes on the bike, I think five minutes of warm-up, five minutes cool down. But that 20 minutes was like going hard. I was either doing aerobic or anaerobic and so I was sweating, Um, particularly the um, aerobic stuff was two-minute sprints and then perhaps a minute off if I'm remembering correctly, whereas the aerobic, which is, you know, lower heart rate, Um, is six minutes of exercise and maybe two minutes off. And so they would watch me do this and then I would get off the bike and they would be going, oh, you did it for us, right? So they, they were saying by osmosis that they would get the benefits of the work that I was doing. And we used to laugh about it, but actually now I look back at that and I go, damn straight, they did get benefits from me. Like, And I got benefit from them too, watching them slowly move through the gym and move through in an aligned space and having fun and having play as much as they got benefit out of seeing me sweat and seeing me flog myself, I would say, work really hard when I was in those 20-minute sprints and really focused. And potentially they were able to take that, you know, moving forward, let's get things done space in their day. And I was able to take the slow down kind of approach into my day and finding that really beautiful yin and yang balance. So I really bring this to your attention around the opportunity to create a space where you're growing and learning and other people can grow and learn too. So throughout my journey, you know, I eat well, I generally move my body daily, I talk well about our relationship, my relationship with Chris, I never, I'm never disparaging about it. Um, I remember in the beginning, there was sort of just these little comments around, you know, your girlfriend in inverted commas, there was a friend of ours who I had joked um, prior to us getting together that she was Chris's girlfriend, but not that she was because she was married. Um, but it was just this person that would ring her, ring him all the time. And there was no relationship going on, but those little sort of underlying comments or those comments can create like cracks effectively in your relationship. So I quickly weeded those cracks out or weeds out of, pulled those weeds out of our garden just to make sure that I was actually cultivating our garden with really, really uh, good quality soil effectively. 
and any cracks. I wasn't paving over the cracks. I would see them and uh, and ask questions about them and have conversations about them and say, hey, I'm having a problem in this space. This is the story that I'm telling myself. Is that true for you? And often Chris would say, "Uh, no, what are you talking about? (laughs) You're making stuff up. But vice versa as well. He would say, hey, this is causing me angst. I'm having a problem over here. And I would say, "Uh, you're making that up because I don't feel that way at all. Or that's not that's not true for me. True for yeah, true for me in that space. And so seeing that and seeing that this flow on effect, how these flow on effects can, you know, really erode potentially relationships, they can also re- erode careers, they can re- erode connection to the corporation that you're working for, they can erode the corporation that you're studying with. Um, They can erode your relationship with your kids as well. And so being really mindful of how we use our language is one of the things that we can can deliberately do every single day um, because we talk every single day. So how do you want to talk to your kids? How do you want to talk to your partner? How do you want to talk to your colleagues? And do you want that to create abundance or do you want them to feel belittled and smaller than and that they're not enough because we naturally have those stories within us so we really don't need anybody else to (laughs) add to them Um, but if and especially if we don't have the tools to be able to manage through that it can be really challenging for somebody but if we're able to just lift people around us see their value bring in their value um, appreciate where you know where they're struggling like see where they're struggling and actually shine some light into the spaces that they're doing amazing things in and you want to create more of that amazingness. So coming back to that eating well and movement, that actually has a flow on effect as well to the people that are around you because, you know, like we talk about turning your light on. So if I go out and start running, perhaps that turns a light on for somebody else, then they perhaps go and do some movement, whatever that looks like for them. Um, and then that then has a flow on effect to somebody else in their life as well because they see them doing that movement and they go, oh, I'm going to go and start yoga classes or I'm going to start working with a PT, a personal trainer, or I'm just going to get out and go for a walk. Like this ripple effect or flow on effect starts to happen. Um, and especially when we're doing it in our own home, so that if we're eating well, you know, I've talked about this before, the fact that when you, me, the person who, you know, writes the menu and albeit that Chris actually has input and I make that happen and Teddy has input where he wants to as well, um, we do that together I'm leading it effectively, but then I'm going to do the grocery shopping. So what ends up in that cart is what we're actually fueling our body with. So if that cart is full of chips and chocolate and lollies, which I'm sure we've all had those, um, then that's what we're going to eat. But if it's actually full of like really nutritious, you know, beautiful apples, nutritious food, so great bananas, you know, organic sweet potatoes and onions and um, these fresh tomatoes that I get, oh my gosh, it's just amazing. If that's the majority of what's coming home, then that's the majority of what we're eating. And yeah, if we limit that packaged kind of food, those chips, chocolates and lollies, then we're going to get more of the good stuff in our bodies. And that's going to raise our energetics, sure, but it also has a flow and effect to what you can provide for the people around you because that's all that's in the house. And that's not limiting, that's actually creating more abundance. And so, you know, we can see this, I can see this naturally happening in my clients. 
I think this is a really good thing to talk about is when I'm doing these things, when I'm sharing these stories of, of the things that I'm creating or the things that, you know, even the books that I'm reading, I was, we have a bit of a laugh uh, within, my, within my membership group about the amount of books that I actually read. Um, and for somebody who has a story that she's not a good reader, <laughs> I actually read a shit ton of books, which is really hilarious. But I was showing my membership group the other night um, the books that I have, and I have got three piles, three and a half piles, and I define how high they are, obviously. Um, but they're <laughs> jeepers. There could be maybe 15 books in each, maybe 20, 15, I don't know, in each pile. So there's three and a half of those, and then there's a pile on my desk because I'm reading about five or six or seven books at the moment um, and I just pick up what resonates with me but what happened was when a couple of people saw that they were like oh my gosh what's that book what's that book and that really inspired them not to go and actually read but they kind of went well, what can I do what is my version of that what do I want to create um, and yeah it just inspired them to start start looking at what's going on in their own stories and what are the stories that they've got because if I have this story that I I'm not a good reader then and I'm actually reading <laughs> maybe they could probably change that story too the other really great example that came through was in a session today and it was this whole concept of black and white that things have to be black and white they're all or nothing but my client has been able to see the gray and to see that there is this you know, middle piece, whatever that looks like um, and whatever that looks like for them. And then we were talking about polarity. So this idea of things, you know, being one way or the other and that some people will go to, like, for example, mum, my mum went out recently to our Australia Post lady and said, oh, that looks like a great little car. And mum was like, you know, maybe we should buy a brand new car. Like we've never owned a brand new car. That would be really cool. And then this woman said, oh, but I've had nothing but trouble with it. And so potentially, not to say that this happened, but the story that my mum could have played out with, well, there's no point in us buying a brand new car because we're going to have problems with it because this is the experience that this woman had. And it's that polarity in that whole experience of, yes, this is a great idea of have, buying a brand new car, but on the other hand, oh, what are the problems that, that I'm going to have with it? And what, what I've come to learn, so this is where my client is, that they can see this polarity, but what I've come to learn is when we can put acceptance and self-awareness or awareness in the middle of that effectively, or we can just see it, not even in the middle, but we can see that polarity, this is where we get an opportunity to transcend into faith and self-trust. And this can be really hard for people. Um, and I know it's like, I know from my journey that I've been on this space for a little while, but I've been really struggling with some, you know, some inner deeper work, which I've been doing. But this whole idea of I can see the polarity, I can accept it and I can sit in front of it and I can just notice it going on. Nothing has to happen. I don't have to do anything with it. I don't even have to buy into it. I can just notice my brain playing out in, in that space. But when I start to trust, come back into the middle, find my space and have the faith that things are growing exactly as they should and I'm growing and evolving exactly as they should, I'm finding my messy middle. I'm finding 
my middle ground of who I am and where I need to be and what I need to create or what I choose to create and what I get to create. So seeing that is allowing me to evolve into that next level. And the reason I share this is because my clients are typically one, two or three steps behind me. That's typically in, in this growth area. They, they may be ahead of me in other areas and they may be great book readers. That's all good. <laughs> all well and good. Um, but typically in this growth area. So I get to see, I start to um, evolve and start to see these things ahead of time. And I don't know which client it's going to fall on. I don't know if it's going to fall on all of them or just some of them at some point. Um, and But what's beautiful is that they, because I can see it, they start to move into that space naturally by themselves. And so this is this flow and effect, which happens in part energetically, but it's also happening because I'm doing the work. So really great opportunity for people to grow and evolve. And when you, like we've just talked about, when you do the work, the people around you get to evolve too. And you don't have to tell them you're doing the work. That's the thing. This is the whole point of this um, episode. They don't have to see you doing that cycling and, you know, pedaling away as I was in the gym all those years ago. Those women knew that I had done it. And so if I ran into them in the street, they would say, how was your workout today? And I said, it was bloody hard, but it was bloody good. They had already known that I was going to do it. And so they naturally get that transfer of energy because we're already connected. And you'll see it in the people around you through their actions, through the way they speak, how they turn up for themselves how they show up for you, this is going to be the interesting one because you have stories about how they show up for you, but then slowly things will start to unpack. How they speak will be one of the biggest, well, has been one of the big tra- biggest transformations for me um, in terms of allowing them to have those changes without me stepping in and saying, see, I told you that. I don't need to do any of that. I just, I just hold the space for them. I just allow them to kind of, to grow. And I know that by me continuing to grow forward, I, they will get that opportunity to absorb or to change or to move into the space that aligns for them. So it doesn't have to be exactly how I've shown up and what I've created, but it can be or the opportunity is that it can be, it'll be whatever they want. And sometimes they don't, do you know what I mean? Because it just doesn't align to them. But same for me, there are things that I won't pick up because it just doesn't align to me and that's okay. But just allowing them to grow, you can just sit back and smile and just be the witness because, as I said before, how how it translates or how it transfers to them and how it is activated within them is absolutely all about them and it actually has nothing to do with you but continue to do the work (laughs) you continue to grow I'll continue to grow we'll continue to grow and we're going to do it because we love it and because we want to be you know just a deeper version of ourselves we want to actually go deeper and we want to learn more and we want to uncover more because there's always more to do and that can naturally transfer over into the people in our lives if they so choose to but they don't have to and that's totally okay because we all have free will as well so how good was this episode (laughs) i hope you've really enjoyed it um 
continue to do the work on yourself, uh, continue to show up for yourself, continue to evolve, continue to grow, continue to listen to these podcast episodes because I'm going to give you so many more nuggets of wisdom and give you the opportunity to evolve into who, who it is that you are at your core you've always been there it's just like cleaning the car effectively the car gets dirty from time to time and we're just going to take off that dirt and grime and the car will get dirty again and we're going to take off that dirt and grime and we're going to go deeper and deeper and deeper that's always part of it so if you want to do this work if you want to come in (laughs) come in and work with me i would love to help you build your self life at your soul life so that you are living in alignment with your soul. However that looks for you and however that evolves for you, that's going to be the fun part. And if you liked this episode, if it resonated with you, please share it with someone you love. And if you love the podcast, please go over and rate it or come over to my.soul.life.podcast on Instagram and tell me what you took away from this episode because there's going to be so many nuggets of wisdom. Thank you so much for your time today. This has been epic and I've really loved it Um, and I'm really honoured to be here in this space with you. See you in the next episode.